week's Christmas joke, or should I say autumn? What will fall on the lawn first? An autumn leaf or a Christmas catalogue? I think I've had some catalogues actually. Today's episode is all about autumn. I'm not just a fan of Christmas, I'm a fan of all that comes with the fur months really, and I go all in for Easter but that's an episode for another time. So I thought I'd do this podcast episode about all things autumn. I have actually created an autumn planner printable that you can get for free if you sign up to the mailing list on my website, which is christmasprepper.com. There's a link in the description. If you sign up to the mailing list, you'll get a free printable each Monday for my Christmas prep along, which started last week. The first episode's available on YouTube and IGTV if you want to look back at it. I covered Christmas goal setting and budgets. This week I went through the autumn planner and how I plan. If you want to see what I'm planning for this autumn season, head over to Instagram and watch week two of the Christmas prep along. I just love the cosiness of autumn. I know we're not quite there yet. Meteorological autumn starts on the 1st of September but the weather doesn't really start to turn autumny and the leaves really start changing colour closer to the September equinox around the 21st 22nd of September. That's when I feel autumn properly starts. Only a couple of weeks to go. Actually now it's about one week isn't it? Uh, So As you may know, if you've listened to some of my previous podcasts, I like to know the facts about things. So I thought I'd give you some background information on autumn and autumn celebrations. So buckle up, you may not be able to contain your excitement. Starting with some information from the Met Office, I got this from their website. Trees prepare for winter in autumn, we all know that. Uh, One of the most stunning signs of autumn is the turning of the leaves. The shorter days are assigned to trees to begin to prepare for winter. During winter, there's not enough light for photosynthesis to occur, so as the days shorten throughout autumn, the trees begin to close down their food production systems and reduce the amount of chlorophyll in their leaves. I may have known that once when I was at school, but I had either blocked it out or forgotten it, so I found that quite interesting. The chemistry of colour. Chlorophyll is the chemical which makes the leaves, trees, the leaves, trees, the trees, leaves, green. And as it declines, other chemicals become more prominent in the leaves. And these are responsible for the vibrant ambers, reds and yellows of autumn. Now, also, according to the Met Office website, people born in autumn live longer. 
my husband is uh, lucky on that one. A study of the Journal of Aging Research found that babies born during the autumn months are more likely to live to 100 than those born during the rest of the year. Their study found that 30% of US centenarians born during 1880 to 1895 were born in the autumn months. Quite an old study, I think, that one. Um, The days get shorter. Yes, we all know that. The word equinox comes from the Latin equi, meaning equal, and equal, oh, I can't speak today, equal, and nox, meaning night, accounting for the equinox, marking the time when day and night are of equal length. We often notice the nights begin to draw in from this point after the autumn equinox. The nights are longer than the days until it's reversed at the spring equinox. Now, for some ancient Greek, I did uh, mention some ancient Greek um, celebrations. Actually, it might have been Roman in one of my other episodes. So, Persephone's return. In Greek mythology, autumn began when Persephone was abducted by Hades to be the queen of the underworld. In distress, Persephone's mother, Demeter, the goddess of harvest, caused all the crops on earth to die until her daughter was allowed to return, marking spring. Autumn and fall. We typically think of fall as the North American version of the word autumn, but it was in fact in widespread usage in England until relatively recently. I didn't know this. Originally, a shortening of the phrase fall of the leaf The phrase was common in England in the 17th century, and the word autumn entered English from the French autumn and didn't become common usage until the 18th century. There you go, that's useful for pub quizzes. Uh, Now, the equinox is when the hours of light and darkness are equal, yes, we've mentioned that, and the harvest moon is the full moon nearest to the autumnal equinox, and this year it's on the 21st of September. And in times of yore, the autumnal equinox was another point in the year, like the winter solstice, that the good old pagans would celebrate. According to the Royal Greenwich Museum's website, Maybon is the pagan ritual that gives thanks for a plentiful harvest and recognises the need to share the earth's fruits in the coming winter months. Now, ancient pagans may not have called it Maybon, that name seems to be of relatively recent origins, but many ancient cultures celebrated harvest at the autumn equinox with a big old knees up. Nowadays, in the UK, we don't really have a modern mainstream celebration at this time of year any longer. Primary schools often have a harvest assembly for which parents frantically search the cupboard that night before to give them some tinned foods to take in with them. The food that the school collects is usually donated to a local food bank or similar and uh, churches may have a harvest service too in September or October but it's really not much of a big deal here in the UK. Over in the US you guys have Thanksgiving and Canada which I know is not just about harvest but has some elements related to it and it's a nice big autumn celebration. I separate it from Halloween of course. I suppose the 5th of November could be classed as the UK's big autumn celebration 
Um, I'm skipping Halloween here because it's a whole subject on its own. Uh, For those listening from further afield, the 5th of November in the UK is known as Bonfire Night or Guy Fawkes Night. Remember, remember the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason and plot. I see no reason why gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. It is the day that we celebrate the burning of Guy Fawkes, because a plot to blow up the Houses of Parliament in which he was involved was foiled in 1605. Quite a strange reason to get together and celebrate, you might say, but there is some background info about that which you may not be aware of. You may be. On the 5th of November, we hold mass gatherings on fields and open spaces around the country on which we have massive bonfires, burn an effigy of Guy Fawkes and watch fireworks. It also often involves hot dogs with proper sausages, baked potatoes and toffee apples. So here's the down low about the 5th of November. In the 1600s, the Puritans were hammering down on many traditional celebrations that had pagan connotations. They famously outlawed Christmas when Oliver Cromwell was in power. As you may or may not know, Samhain is the Celtic um, and pagan celebration that now translates, or some translate, to be Halloween. But according to HistoricUK.com, Samhain marked the beginning of a new cycle. Just as the Celtic day began at night, it was believed that in the darkness, new life would emerge. The most magical time of the festival was November Eve. Now, the 5th of November is only a few days after Halloween, and it seems to me that aspects of the ancient celebration of Samhain were split between the 31st of October and the 5th of November. I'll go into the history of Halloween in another episode. According to bbc.co.uk, on on Samhain, the Celtic Druids would build a huge sacred bonfire. People brought harvest food and sacrificed animals to share a communal dinner in celebration of the festival. Anything sounding familiar? So, I would surmise that having bonfires and making a sacrifice around the beginning of November, be it animal or effigy of Guy Fawkes, has been happening in the UK for a long time, much further back than 1605. I think that the celebration of the foiling of the gunpowder plot caught on so well because it fitted into a tradition that had been already going on for centuries and allowed the people to carry on having a good time in a way that they enjoyed that was deemed acceptable to the powers that be. Party on. Of course, these days, the main event at Guy Fawkes Night is the fireworks display, but I'm sure if the Celts had had fireworks, they would have been involved in their celebrations too. Normally, we as a family like to go to a big fireworks display for bonfire night. But last year, because of everything that was going on, that wasn't a possibility. So we got some quiet fireworks from the supermarket to do in the garden at home. And we really enjoyed it. So this year, we're going to do the same. And are hoping that some friends will be able to join us. 
I'm going to make some classic bonfire night foods, jacket potatoes, hot dogs, cinder toffee, toffee apples and bonfire cupcakes. Yum! Look out for future YouTube and IGTV videos if you want to see the process. Thank you for listening to this autumn episode. Next week we'll get back to some more Christmas prepping ideas um, and I will visit Halloween um, in October. So I thought I'd let you know that the podcast episodes are now going to be released every Friday. Um, Sometimes there'll be a full length episode and sometimes it will be a shorter book review episode, but it'll be once a week on a Friday. Um, As I'm gearing up on Instagram and YouTube as we get closer to Christmas with the Christmas prep along and weekly videos. So if you fancy a little bit more Christmas, then head on over there and have a look. All the links are in the description. Thanks for listening.